Hey guys, welcome back to Stay Tuned with Rich and Holly. I'm Holly. And I'm Rich. Yay! Today we're going to be discussing Forgotten, a 2017 South Korean mystery thriller. Yay! So, there. this is going to be filled with spoilers because we can't really discuss this movie without spoilers. It's the reason why she's taking a lead today in the episode because she is the spoiler queen and I just cannot be a part of it. So, I just cannot so first I want to start off with if you love any kind of psychological mystery thriller, please just stop listening to this right now. Go watch this movie. And then you can come back and listen to it. Oh, that it's, works. It's only an hour and a half. It's a pretty short film. I mean, I'm used to... Korean dramas that are an hour, hour and ten minutes apiece. So, you know, this is nothing. Um, so this show, or this movie, there you go. has four main characters that we're going to get into. Jin Suk, who yep. is our main boy. Yoo Suk, who is the brother of our main character. Na Young Hee, who's the mother. And Moon Sung Kun. I could be pronouncing that incorrectly. Sorry. Uh, um, but that's the father. Better than me. That's for sure. <laughs> so. so our opening scene, we're in a car with okay. the four characters. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, we're just driving around. Yeah, it's pretty normal. Not really sure what's going on. Okay. They're moving. They get to a new house. And he's like, uh, our main character is like, oh, wait, this kind of looks familiar. He's thinking it in his head. Yeah. Right? You know, it looks familiar. And then, you know, they move in. Things are somewhat normal, I guess. Starts hearing strange noises, shadows. No one else seems to notice this. Only our main guy. Right? Yeah. Yeah? So, something happens on a stormy, rainy night. Because that's not cliche. You know, not at all. No. Always something happens there. Um... Our main boy, Jin Suk, witnesses an abduction. <laughs> yeah. He gets, basically, he gets kidnapped. No, sorry. No, sorry. Is, that really, is this a spoiler episode? This is, this yes, is spoiler. we're spoiling everything. Okay, so, you have to. I'm not going who uh, he gets abducted. Who was it? Uh, it is Yu Suk gets abducted. Yes, his brother. Gets dumped in a van. And you go from there. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, get him back now. Yeah. No, you, they, they wait a few days. <laughs> they wait a lot of days. 19 days. Yeah, what? So right there, I'm thinking, 19 days. Why 19 days? Why so long? But And, and we'll get into it. Go ahead, it. Holly. Do, you, you do your thing. This is we'll a, get into it. This no, is a you Holly, can't do it yet. This is a Holly episode. No, no, no. So we're going to go with exactly kind of how the movie went. Go ahead. Because you learn certain things throughout. So, when he when the brother gets back, no recollection of anything. Couldn't tell you where he was for 19 days. Couldn't tell you what happened. So, we have no idea. He's just... He seems to come back, you know, normal. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, yeah. I don't know. I didn't really see any changes too much. His brother did the... Small little changes in his personality. And his, behavior. His body... Eh, you know, he, you never know, right? Well, you know, he had quite a limp. 
Yes. So his brother got into a car accident in the beginning. Yeah. Which they don't show. They just bring it up. But, you know, supposedly got injured, had a limp. Had a limp. Hmm, but it's funny because when he came back from the abduction. Limp was gone. So, ah. right there, I was like. What? You knew something was up. Yeah, I wasn't really sure. Like, is this going to be a film about body snatchers? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird movie, but Hans got this. Yeah. So, when the brother starts realizing that his brother is changing his behavior a little bit, what do we go to do? Let's go follow him. Right? Because, I mean, that's not yeah, uh, I mean, not I mean, anything at all. I mean, you always stalk your siblings. Duh. Exactly. Well, you know, so, I mean, he follows him around. He's trying to figure out what's happening. Gets chased by a couple thugs. Because what, what movie isn't great without a nice a chase nice- scene? <laughs> Is this... Um, I asked some, ask some comments at the end of the episode. Oh my gosh. But go ahead. I just, yeah, no. Um, comments. So whatever, you know, he's being chased around. And then who appears behind him with a needle? Oh, we have exposition. Mm, but no. Shocker. Yeah. It's kind of heavy-handed to a degree at early on, but that's just why I didn't really want... I mean, I was forced to watch this film. It was a great film. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Anyway, so... He wakes up, obviously he was sedated, wakes back up in his house exactly where he was before. Or was it exactly? No. Not at all. No. No. No, because the smallest things are what we notice. Um, but our main character, Jin Suk, supposedly had anxiety. Oh, look, anxiety again. Oh, oh, look at that. Came full circle. <laughs> if you guys listened to our last episode of It's Okay Not, not to Be Okay. <laughs> um, so, he was being told that all of the things he was seeing and hearing were all because he stopped taking his medication. And he, you know, it's your fault. It's not really happening. You're fine. Mm. Said everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, so because he doesn't believe his brother, who else are you going to reach out to? Let's, let's reach out to mom. Mom's always, right? Mom is always going to be the one to make sense of it because who else would know about the situation happened before with his brother? Right. Obviously his mom would know. Mom knows everything. There's actually a, a pretty funny, uh, part that I actually said when I watched this film, I was like, if she gives up some BS, I'm out. Yep. So, but <laughs> And what happened? She, she goes, some BS. <laughs> she goes, maybe we should wait for dad. No, no, I really, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Let's just go, me and you. Okay. She tries to just play it off like it was nothing. Mm. Mm. Shocker. Mom makes a phone call. And it's a shady one. It's kind of a shady one. Why was it always? Why are these phone calls in these Korean films always so shady? I feel like it doesn't matter <laughs> what they they can be, they, they can be ordering pizza. Like, listen, I need two tomatoes and ham and cheese. Like, oh man, this this is deep. I don't know what's going on, but yeah. it makes it sound like so criminal. <laughs> I, don't know. Mm, I don't know, but whatever the conversation went to be, we are now under the impression. Jin Suk is now under the impression those aren't my parents. This is not my family. Yep. Who are you people? So what do we do? We're going to run away. Right? That, I mean, that makes sense. Let's go to the police station. That totally makes sense. It really does, actually. You know? 
it's just let's let's go see how crazy I sound. Let's tell the police there are imposters being my family. He explains that. He explains this about his brother as well. How he had inspector years ago, and now he's not doing the same thing. He's doing it for. He tries to, and he's coming I mean, at them. Well, he's coming at them so hyper and irrational that if well, I was, yeah, he thinks he's gonna die. Well, granted, you see your mom on some shady phone call. Your brother's not with his limp anymore, even though he was literally in a car accident. He was gone for 19 days. He says he's a member at all. But then, you would think, wait a second, am I just not getting things properly? And that's why I thought that Jin Sung would be doing it, like, like early on. Like, am I the one that's crazy? Oh, no. I was kind of really excited that he didn't question himself. And he's like, this is what I saw. I know what I saw. This is how it is. So these these kind of things are like these these big mind bendy movies right oh, here that try to trick it. you every step of the way with throwing you constant red herrings. And I think that if I was Jin Suk, right, this is me. Well, I, I would have done. Just pop on Facebook. <laughs> pop up like five minutes in the movie, Facebook, whatever you know. Say well, like, remember. Well, we'll we'll get oh, there. Yeah, we'll ahead. get there. I'm sorry. I just we'll get there. take it from you. I want to do that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. All right, come on. So he's at the police station. He's telling them his age, and they're asking questions, you know. And they kind of, like, look at him funny, like, what? Yeah, like. I would be, like, the police. I'd be like, huh? I look at them sideways, too, yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. they did. <laughs> they had no idea. <laughs> so he says he's 20. Looks in the mirror. Are we 20? Dude, I don't know at this point. You don't know at this point. You don't know right yet. You find out. This is definitely the uh, this is the atypical uh, story of a unreliable narrator right yeah. here. See, I didn't be- I didn't know this is where this was going to go when I first watched this, but here's where we find out Jin Suk is no longer twenty. Jin Suk is forty one years old. You know, it's forty one years old. Okay. He's confused. He's angry. He's like, I've now aged twenty years in a matter of seconds. Like, so he's like every happened? person in their forties. He's angry at being forty. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna go back to the house and we're gonna go figure out what's happening. Yeah. He goes to the house and goes into the locked room that they were told not to go into. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, I'd be curious too. I'd want to know what happened. Yeah. What do we find there? Mannequins, fake blood. What happened? I have no idea at this rate. I think the family's just crazy. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to make, like, a horror house. I don't know. I, Not a horror house. A horror <laughs> house. Not that kind of podcast. <laughs> oh my just god. so you get it. Oh, my god. I, yeah, I, I got it right. Anyway, so... <laughs> All right. So... Family shows up. Mm-hmm. I would demand an explanation, wouldn't you? I, if I was 40 years old, yeah, I wouldn't know who the hell like, did it to me. Where, where did my life go? All right. Once again, so does everybody in 40 say, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm not there yet, so I couldn't tell you. I'm close. Mm. All right. So, the supposed brother, air quotes, because you know I love air quotes. Yeah. Um, yeah. The supposed brother basically tells Jin Suk that there was a murder at this house 20 years ago. What are you shaking your head for? This, is, this, this, this movie makes me... Just... I love this movie. So, 
He explains to him that the police never found the killer. And years later, a family member hired him to find out who did it. Okay. You know, that I think that makes sense, logically. Yeah. Okay. So, he did an investigation, and he found out that Jin Suk was the murderer. Okay. All right. So, that that's... You found out I was the murderer. Oh, no. Lovely. Now what do we do? <laughs> so, back up. He was, Jin Suk was kidnapped. He was beaten, tortured, trying to get the confession. And we find out that he has no memory of being a killer. And the main key to that was that he peed during torture <laughs> that was the one thing that I saw that I was like, oh, wow. So that's how you know when people, like, really have no clue and they're truly scared. Okay. Good to know. So as a result, the young man who was the investigator, a.k.a. the fake brother, mm-hmm. um, he decides to try to get Jin Suk hypnotized so that he can make him remember what he did. The psychiatrist that they got suggested that he had such a traumatic experience that he totally blocked out what had happened. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, people do that. People from extreme trauma do block out bad parts of the memory because it's so, it's hard to deal with at that point. Yeah. So. No, I mean, your body can do that, so. So now, they were going to try to make him relive his past to try to figure out how this happened what happened so they put him on some sort of medication hallucinogenic bring him back to his happy days yeah it's it's a weird flashback but yeah it's weird yeah i liked how it kind of flashed back between right now and back in the day yeah um so now we start figuring out what happened with what we had already seen. Mm-hmm. So the brother, supposed brother, when he got abducted, it wasn't because he was just getting abducted. He got pulled over, or not pulled over, but the police found him for fraud. And so they finally got him, take him to the police station. He's locked up for 19 days. Now we know why he's not around for 19 days. <laughs> He's dying right now. Oh, it just makes me... If Holly was mad about my review of This is Summer, I feel that way right now with this film so far. Oh, and this is so much better. It's okay. better, but not by a whole lot. <laughs> All right. Well, nah. anyway. So, Jin Suk's like, I get the story. I believe it. Like, this could have happened. But he's like, I'm not a killer. I would have never done this. And he's staying very firm to that. Yeah. He's like, this was not me. I would have never done this. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Because yeah. he's in this he's in this part right now. And you can see actually, this is part actually was was actually pretty good. Was he was so adamant about not being that person. Like he was in extreme and we still don't know as the audience, right, is who's right and who's wrong. Because once again, we are still in the face and in, in place of these of the of this narrator who's not we don't know if it's actually legit or not. Yeah. So 
his his extreme he's under this like extreme duress right he's like just like I will never do something this is not me at all you got the wrong person and you could tell that he believes it and that was to me was actually was kind of cool like he really believes that he is not that person mm. and you slowly see like oh, wait a second let's and once again because these things have like these like weird flashbacks and flash sideways what they call it though it's a lot more to the story that actually meets the eye so which is why this is all spoilers because you can't discuss this movie without going over every it's, single thing. Yeah, you really can't. You know, what think about it. You, you actually can't. You, you really can't because yeah. everything pins back to each other. Yeah, so. yeah, even right here, all my notes, right, are just like... Yeah, exactly even, what even, happened. Even even my small notes here are just spoilerific. Right, exactly. So, so um, we went over, we discussed that this was going to be a spoiler overall for everything. So. Everything, girl. Exactly. So we flash back to 1997. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in a car with his real family, and that's when you start realizing you're like, oh, I guess they really aren't your family. Yeah. Okay. They actually still got into a car accident. So the brother was in a car accident. His parents both died. Yep. And we find out that his brother was in the hospital for six months, and the doctor told Jin Suk. You need to get the money. He needs to have surgery or this isn't going to work. Desperate. He's desperate to save his brother. But as we know, he's not very wealthy. They didn't really have any money. Yeah. So, what would you do if you were desperate? I would probably do something illegal. Go find a job. So, let's go on to the interwebs. The interwebs, of course. Find all the jobs on the internet. Because we need to find, like, the quickest, fastest, I want to say easiest, but it's not an easy job as we learn. Yeah. An anonymous user gives him an address and some keys and goes, I need you to kill this person. Because that's legal, right? No, no. But he was driven to that to save his brother. I mean... Yes, I know it's not good, but when you're so desperate, and this kind of goes into our Parasite episode, like, what wouldn't you do for family? How far would you go to save people that you care about? Correct. So that's kind of what we're looking at in this show, in this movie as well. I mean, that's actually a talking point we could discuss right now, if you have a minute. Yeah, of course. There's, like, if we were to even, if we were to do that, right, and let's say that we actually validate Jin Suk for doing this right here, for going out there and taking a life. Does it make it right? Probably, most likely, no. no. No, of course not. But you do think that he could actually live with that, knowing what he did. And wouldn't that cause like a cycle of vengeance, you think, though, too, as well? And that, you know? it depends person to person. But you know, yeah. like, it, I'm not justifying what he did at all. But mm. when people are desperate enough, could people be. If you, you know, push someone far enough, though, they can do and just they can do pretty crazy much anything. things, though. I mean, so yes, you gotta be aware. Be aware. Be woke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, he was told to kill the woman, leave the children unharmed. That was his goal, his mission. Yep. So he gets to the house. He starts having second thoughts. He's like, I really don't want to do this, even though it would mean my brother living. Do I want to do this? Not really. Oh, All right. Oh man, second thoughts about murder. Who who figured? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so the woman comes out. She thinks it's her husband trying to talk to him. She sees the knife, starts screaming. He tells her not to scream, and he's like, "I'll leave." 
He's like, I don't want to hurt anybody. He truly doesn't want to hurt anybody. The daughter walks down, notices the situation. There it is. What does she do? There it is. Screams and runs. Mm -hmm. He's trying to just tell her to be quiet and he'll leave. But, you know, he somehow ends up killing the wife and daughter. Rule one. Don't kill the kids. You never kill the kids in movies. Uh, you, don't so anyway. kill, you don't kill kids or animals in movies. That, that That's a rule, okay? That's like, bad. Yeah. So, before he leaves the house, now that he's super traumatized by killing a wife and daughter, yeah. I mean, he really didn't intentionally... I don't think... I think he went there to kill them, but I don't really think he... He wasn't going to. Yeah. Um, he sees the little boy asking for his mom and sister. God, that scene with the little kid. Oh, because he was, he was scared. The little boy was scared and confused. and he was scared too. Yeah, Jin Suk was scared too. Yeah, he's a little shaky. So I think but. he saw himself in that situation almost. But I, I guess he actually repeated the the cycle mm. to a degree because he lost his parents, and now this little kid lost his family as well. Right. So, so he tells. I was kind of upset that he told the little kid, he's like, I'll bring them back if you count to 110 times. <laughs> like, uh, why? I don't know. That really... Mm. Yeah. But anyway. So the boy, Jin Suk, turns around and sees the family portrait. And who is in the family portrait? That brother. No. 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 No, it's actually his... His brother's doctor. It's his brother's doctor who's in the family portrait. It was his family. Oh. I just said no. Oh, oh back page. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> I got a lot of notes. Jeez. The brother's doctor. What's my favorite film? So, he has... Now he pretty much has proof. He knows. So, he's going to go meet up with him. He goes to meet up with him. Demands to know why he put a hit out on his wife. And, you know, the doctor goes, financial crisis. What? What? I, I just couldn't with this. Really? What like, it's, it, it's any way to get out of pay alimony, honestly. I, <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, uh. I just, I, I couldn't believe that. But anyway, even Jin Soup said, he was like, why would you do this to your family? Like, you know made no sense to him he was trying to i feel like he was almost trying to validate what he was doing by getting an answer but he didn't get the answer he wanted he was just like what i mean at that point any answer he would have gotten honestly wouldn't even be validated because he still did it yeah that's very true yeah. um they get into a, a tussle a kerfuffle i'll get the word yeah kerfuffle the dad ends up falling off the roof, of course, because why not? Dad dies. Now the kid is an orphan. Mm-hmm. Poor little son. Poor, poor boy. So sad. But anyway. And the worst part is he did this, and his brother still didn't get the surgery and ended up dying. Yep. That's, that's but, awful. But guilt takes over. Or so does it? Or... Does it? Just oh, gosh, this movie. <laughs> it's like it's like 
Bad inception. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So he wakes up in the hospital. Jin Suk wakes up in the hospital. The fake brother's standing there waiting for him because obviously he wants to just kill him and be done with it. <laughs> I mean, come on. He killed his whole family, so oh, he didn't intentionally kill the father, but. Oopsie. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. So anyway, the young man, the fake brother, explains the whole situation about how he didn't just take away his family. He ended up going with his relatives who took all his money, ignored him, put him in an orphanage, like just ruined his life altogether. Yeah. I mean, that that's kind of sucky. So... All he wants to know is two things. He wants to know, why didn't he kill him? And was it his father who put the hit out? So, our boy tells him that it was him alone. This was all him, all his choice. Didn't bring the dad into it, which I kind of thought was respectful. Yep. You know, the dad's already dead. What good is it? Do you want to drag his name through it more? Yeah. Kind of thing? Or do you kind of want to, like, make him look ill at his dad? You know, like, yeah. eh, not really. It's not going to make anything better. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't change what already happened already. Exactly. And what's going to happen They're gone. Next. It is what it is. But does our boy believe him? No. He already knows. He knows the truth. He just wanted him to say it. And it just didn't happen. So... Oh, God. I love how you do that. It's like, oh, you get so emotional. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. so he doesn't believe him. And in the end, they both end up committing suicide. One can't live with guilt. The other one finished what he started. He just wanted to find out the answers. He found out the answers. What's the point of living anymore? We both end. And then you get the fun flashback at the very end. Which, before the family got in the car accident, they met each other. Ugh. Is it? Like, it seemed, heart-wrenching. That seemed to me like it was just I there. Knew he, I knew he was a little boy, though. Like, I saw it coming, but it still yeah. just was, like, very heart-wrenching at the end there. I was like, oh. Like, shared a lollipop intention. I mean, come on. Oh, my gosh. That was, uh, that part was, like, kind of interesting, though. I wish they should use that a little more. Yeah. To like, that was, a, to me, that was, that was wasted. Honestly. Right. That was more of saying like, oh, and look at this deleted scene from my memory. Right, exactly. And I felt that was such a cop-out. And that's what really got me upset. Because mm. there, there are points that, that this film, and now, I, the movie's done, so I can speak now about this whole thing. Yes. More so than Holly. Thank you, Holly, for giving that excellent uh, overview. Why did this film, to me, start out strong? And it kept, to me, kept teetering towards the end. And I, and they, to me, they, they kept trying to find their footing. And you could disagree with this, Holly, because that's what we, what we do here. Mm. Um, I don't think the ending was executed properly. I felt like the idea of this dual suicide seemed kind of pointless. Because in, in the end, nobody got anything. Nobody got what they wanted. And I get it. The life, you'd always win. Right. You know? 
but boy, like, what a bleak ending. Like, it I... It was definitely a bleak ending. I mean, the whole movie all around was fairly dark and fairly just kind of sad. Like, even even with Parasite, I feel like with Parasite ending, there's like a 1% chance that maybe he could get that the house. That was like a point zero one percent chance. That's but still yeah. more hopeful than I this mean, movie here. Yeah, absolutely. This movie here made me feel like... Like, I don't know. It felt like, like I said, it felt like Inception for, like, all the wrong reasons. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so. Yeah. But, I mean, like, Jin Suk obviously killed himself because he had all that guilt that was built up. Before, everything was blocked out so he could just live. But now he remembers his family is all gone. He remembers now he murdered three people. I mean, yeah. one unintentionally. But how does a person live with that? You can't. No, I don't think you actually can. And the thing is, the other person that died is the only one that really knew you did anything wrong. So, so like basically, you're not ever going to get punished for it. It's not like you're going to go to prison for this. So he by by saying everything, you put him into a, this like situation, this I guess more quandary. Like, do I a live with this forever and try to get some sort of semblance out of life, or do I b cop out and just kill myself and that's what he did and that's what he did because he just could not deal with the pain because the thing about him right is that his memories came back all at once and it hit him mm. and he could not handle that it's kind of like you know being you know in some water and a big wave hits you and you can't breathe that's the way I think he actually took this news yeah. of being of being 40 of being alone for being a murderer I mean like you get hit with news that you're not liking every step of the way yeah. I guess a person can only take so much before they, you know. But I really do think that in the show, I really do think once he found out, he was truly upset and heartbroken about what he did. Yeah. He had a ton of remorse. I mean, enough remorse to where if you're mentally, if your mind is mentally blocking you from remembering something... That really messed you up. Must be for a good reason, you know? You're blocking out all this stuff. Right, exactly. (laughs) So, I mean, he was truly, really, really broken over this. And I feel like, yes, it was absolutely wrong. Nothing, none of this should have ever happened. But there's no way he could have lived like that. It's, he could never lived knowing. I'm not saying that, that this film is bad. I'm saying that it's very, it's, it's, it's very bleak, and we mm. have been discussing a lot of shows and movies that have been, you know, kind of dark. And <laughs> but this is just one of the like. This this thing is it's like sad. This thing is not dark. This this thing is like 12:01 a.m. in the morning. Okay, it's that dark. Yeah. Okay, it's bleak, and yeah. I I like a good film. That keeps me in, that keeps me engaged, and I felt like this move this this movie just kept throwing you curveballs for all the wrong reasons. And you guys can watch it for yourselves, and, and you know, and get your own opinion with the movie as well. I, for one, it was okay. Mm. Okay, I'm not. It's not one that I'll watch again. You know, I won't do another watching this because I. It didn't just the, the the theme of it all seemed too. It seemed like it had a good direction going, but it didn't land it for me. And that's just me. So, if I was to give my rating of this film on a scale of 1 to 5, 1 being The Fast and Furious, 5 being The Godfather, this would get a 3. And I'm being, and I was being, I don't want to go too mean like some people did on a film that I reviewed. <laughs> 
So I'm being fair. I think it's three. I appreciated the some bendy turns in there. I appreciated the the fact that the main character wasn't oblivious, you know. And also, too, I like a main character. I'm I'm, I'm kind of like there are times I should like a main character who's kind of like unreliable to a degree, but this one was like just a big mind bender for better choice of words. Mm. So, gets a three for me. And if you guys watch it, though, you may like it, though. I mean, I'm being overcritical right now because... Well, that's what we do here. Yeah, we don't need to be overcritical, though. <laughs> you know, we could be critical. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. overcritical. I mean, I agree with you. I enjoyed this movie thoroughly, but I still would give it a 3.5. Yeah. Um, I liked it, but I see where you're coming from. It was very dark on dark on dark. There was no bright moments at all. But I really just love the psychological aspect of it yeah, and going and how it kind of bounced between now time and back then and what really happened. It almost kind of had like a clue vibe to me at certain points. Yeah, it, it kind of felt like a whodunit at some points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I. And that's what I was kind of like, oh, I'm always questioning like what is happening. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of why I liked it a little bit more. But like you said, it is very dark. Yeah, and I, to me, when a movie like just hits you on the head with that every step of the way, I'm like, we get it. You know, <laughs> we get it. But yes, that is our discussion piece of The Forgotten, a 2017 South Korean film that is currently on Netflix. Please give it a chance and watch it. You will like it most likely. If it's not a bad I hope film, so. it's not a bad film. It's it's actually I'm being really hard at it though. It's not a bad film. It's yeah. like I watch a lot of these films before in the past, and it's hard to like. I don't know how to put it though. Surprise me, you mm. know. And it's hard, you know. People watch a lot of films and they critique them, and we do that here. We watch a lot of TV and movies, but there's some uh, some good news here. You know, welcome back to one of our announcement parts of the episode. Yay! Something happy. Something happy. So <laughs> it's not really that happy, but it's going to be less. Actually, no, this one's actually probably darker than this movie. Um, uh, we're going to be discussing in our next episode, The Handmaid's Tale, Ooh. Season 1. Now, please, yay! and joining us will be not one, but two guests. Two special guests. Two special though. guests here. And these fine ladies, these fine young ladies, that's right, it's going to be three ladies against little old me. Oh, boy, And guys. The Handmaid's Tale, be be, because it's going to be an episode that's going to push boundaries. We're going to talk about topics, and we're going to discuss why do they wear those god-awful white hats. <laughs> so, <it's>, so <laughs> if you enjoy this episode, please share with a friend or download it in your leisure. Play it while you work out at the gym or your home gym in this time of need. And yeah, tune in next week for Handmaid's Tale with our uh, guest. And for the show, actually, I'll let Holly take us out this time. Go ahead, Holly. You can do it. Stay tuned with us. Yeah. And we can't wait to, you know, do next week's episode. Yeah. And we hope you guys keep listening. Thanks again. Thank you. Bye. Bye.